You're listening to the Tigers Den Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome to Episode 5 of the Tigers Den. We're so glad to have y'all listening to this podcast week by week. And today we got a great show for y'all. We're going to be looking back at what was a great all weekend, as well as some historic performances in the NFL, as well as the Major League Baseball playoff race is tightening up as we get closer to the postseason. All of that and more today on the Tigers' Den. Now, Reese, let's get us started with some weekend rundown. Go ahead and run that run down this weekend, baby. This is the weekend rundown. I hope y'all are having a great weekend, or I hope y'all had a great weekend. And um, I'm just going to get us started with some high school football. Um, So this weekend, uh, Thompson, who is number three in state, they blew out Chelsea. And I know Taylor on Countdown picked Chelsea. (laughs) Chelsea. Yeah, they are. That's who – why aren't we trying to – Thompson's number one. It literally says number three. Thompson's number one. I don't know what you're looking at, but Thompson's number one. Looking at Max Preps. Yeah, Max Reps is wrong. It's yeah. just a big test. <laughs> shout out, shout out. It's yeah, um, no, so Thompson uh, won 45-0. Taylor, uh, that might have... We knew he was joking. We knew he was joking. Yeah, we knew he was joking. No, so. I just did it because I had family ties in Chelsea. Uh, were they Were they upset? They knew they were going to lose. Oh. And yeah. then um, Vestavia Hills uh, beat yeah. Spain Park pretty, pretty bad as well. Vestavia, I think we kind of all expected that to happen, though, because Spain Park is – Spain Park's decent, but they're not, like – they're not good. They're, like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Hewitt be a struggling Hoover team. This is not – like, this is the fourth loss for Hoover this year already. So, I don't know uh, – I don't know what's going to happen to Hoover. Uh, yeah. They might, they might not make the playoffs, honestly. Yeah, it's a it's a struggle. They've also played some really good teams though as well. What's their What's their schedule look like though? Are they uh... for the rest of the way? I mean, I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look it up right now, but it shouldn't be terrible. Dude. Yeah, I it think I think they're definitely easier than it was their first. Yeah, season. yeah, because look who they've already played. I mean, like they they played the bulk of their schedule. All right, they Brook. That's Oak not Mountain, Tuscaloosa County, Chelsea, and Thompson. So. And They'll win they, their next four games pretty easily. Yeah, they might yeah. be able to win those four games and then possibly get themselves sneak into the playoffs. Possibly. I mean, they have Thompson. They'll be five and four. I don't know if that's enough to get you in the playoffs. Yeah, we'll, we'll go five and five, five and five. Yeah, you'll be five and five because you'll be you should be able to beat those other four. You should but be it's able. To, top, it's four. top four in their region, right? That make the playoffs. So you'd be it'd be Thompson, Hewitt. I mean, you got Vestavia Hills, Hewitt, Thompson, and Tuscaloosa County are above them right now. Yeah, uh, I don't think Tuscaloosa is going to win more than two game, more than one game the rest of the way. Yeah, I don't think, they're definitely not beating Hoover, Thompson, or Vesavia. I mean, and they yeah, might lose Tuscaloosa Spain County has Spain, um, Hoover, Hoover, Thompson, Vesavia, and Brookwood. So yeah, the only one I see them winning like for sure is Brookwood. So uh, we'll see. It'll be interesting down yeah, the, down the stretch. Fun. And then on uh, Friday night, also the night of home or the night before homecoming for Auburn. Auburn gets the victory against Percy Julian, forty-eight to seven, or actually forty-eight to thirty. Yes, sir. But um, sure. yeah, Auburn was able to uh, 
uh, get the big dub against uh, Percy Julian, and uh, next week's going to be next week's going to be very tough against Ramsey, who you know Ramsey has good. Uh, they're a very good team. Their what quarterback's are, really good. Are so. they five A? I think they're, they're, the, they're, they're the number one five A team. So yeah, yeah, I think they're the number one five A. And team, it's so. in Birmingham, so I mean, yeah, it's going to be a very tough game, especially uh, for uh, for Auburn going to Ramsey. But you know, we did beat Hoover away, so maybe we can beat another Birmingham school away. Um, and then next, I'm gonna go. Next, I'm gonna go to Opelika and Prattville. Uh, Opelika absolutely destroyed Prattville, thirty-eight to thirteen. Um, you know, we picked this game on um, countdown as well, and um, I'm pretty sure we all picked Opelika, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, we all yeah no, we all did. Yeah, I mean, easily picked Opelika. Yeah, is, Pratt, is Prattville gonna win another game the rest of the year? I like, don't know. Let's see who they are. They are. They are not good. Like. Like if we were doing trash can today, like that they could possibly be a trash. They can, could possibly you know? be, yeah, the trash can. All Let's right, see. they're playing Stanhope Elmore. I have no idea who that is, so maybe they'll win. Prize Jag Percy Julian Auburn and Central. They'll uh, probably beat Jag and Percy Julian and Stanhope Elmore, and then lose to Enterprise Auburn Central easily. So they're definitely not making the playoffs. No, definitely. The playoffs, I see it as the playoffs is going to get interesting with Region Two. For Region Two, I. I I see Central, yeah, because yeah. you have Central, Auburn, Dothan, Opelika, Enterprise that all have chances. Yeah, and it's one of those teams toss- is not going to make. It. Yeah, it's going to be a real toss up between Dothan, uh, Enterprise, and Opelika. I feel like honestly, yeah, since they've all making the playoffs, I I think Opelika and Enterprise are good teams. I I think Dothan's a little overrated. Yeah, yeah, that's well, not that's not a bad take. Now we're going to move into the college football college football games. A lot of great games this weekend. Um. A lot of ranked yeah. on ranked matchups, and um, you know, separation I'm gonna Saturday. I'm going to get it started. I don't really want to talk about this matchup, but you know, Auburn, Auburn's got to fix some things. Uh, losing to Texas A&M at Texas A&M, twenty-seven to ten, is not can't do that. I mean, I mean, if there was if there was a game to prove that we were in a you know first year, uh, first year head coaching like season, that yeah. game really proved it. You and know? I mean, yeah. our- Team is trans like our whole team is. Yeah, I think we only have like five, some crazy number like that. Yeah, yeah. whenever they said separation Saturday, the uh, which was being this Saturday, I mean, I think it really revealed the teams that like gelled the best versus the teams like Colorado and Auburn who just they have all transfers, so they can't really gel. I do think you're. I do think that um, a lot of the thing is uh, next year we might not have a. The problem is we might not have a quarterback. I know Walker White's coming in, but he's going to be a freshman. And he might – there's a chance that he might not play, like, most of the season because, you know, he might just try to – Hugh Freeze might just try to get him acclimated uh, since it's his first year and just play him maybe four non-conference games, maybe the four non-conference games would play. And so, then oh, sorry. I do think you next year – I do think next year that there's a possibility if Holden gets better over the offseason or – Maybe Hank Brown could come in and be the Bro, quarterback. We're not gonna play Hank Brown. Yeah. So God, who y'all, who, Hank Brown. Who do y'all see starting next weekend? Robbie Probably Ashford. Ashford's gonna start next weekend. I don't okay. see Peyton Thorne. I see Peyton Thorne transferring after this year. Actually, you think so? Yes, yeah. I see him. I don't, tra- I see, he's I, word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is he's it? Gonna go, he's gonna go to like Alabama State. Oh wait, that's an HBCU. So. He's gonna have to go somewhere else. Yeah, he's gonna go some small school like TJ Finley did. So, yeah. But, 
Um, the other another good game this weekend was that Florida State and Clemson game. It went into overtime. Mm-hmm. It could it could have been ended in regulation if Clemson's kicker didn't miss the thirty yard chip shot. Yeah, win. And Dabo Sweeney on campus tomorrow. <laughs> hey, not for yeah. me. I don't go to Clemson. I don't. I, <laughs> that's not yes, yeah, yeah. That um, but that game was uh, actually in, insane. Yeah. I thought their kicker was great last year. BT isn't it? BT Potter, that's his name. He so. was good. Dabo Sweeney was hyping him up before the the game even started. But he's already like missed like five field goals this year. So yeah, he hasn't really done that well. And then Ohio State went in to yeah. I was so surprised by this actually. I didn't get to I'll watch be- that game, but because crazy. because yeah. last week weren't we like last week weren't we dissing on Ohio State about how. Like over- well, me, well, Reese, me and you picked Notre Dame. Taylor actually did pick Ohio State. So yeah, I mean, yeah, and yep, then, yep, yep, yep. Um, Iowa got blown out. By yeah, Penn. no, no surprise from me. Iowa as awful as Auburn's. Like exactly. It's just... If Auburn and Iowa played, it would be like three to. Isn't zero. it Cade McNamara is Iowa's quarterback? Yes. Yeah, he's good. And then Taylor. Taylor's I, – I got to do this for Taylor. Taylor's favorite team, the Oregon Ducks, blew out the fraudulent – Fly, Ducks, fly, baby. Fly, mm. Ducks, fly. Fraudulent yeah. Colorado Buffaloes. Here's what here's what. Why I'll you don't step the on the O? Here, here's what I'll say about the game, okay? So, on this podcast, for y'all listening, we all picked Oregon, okay? But when we were watching this game, we watched a little bit of the beginning game together. And y'all both were, like, rooting a lot for Oregon. I was rooting for Colorado. You know, I wanted to see the underdog. I'm a fan of Coach Prime. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good guy. Um, and he's it not. was obviously proven that Colorado's definitely not there yet, not even close. Nope. But this is what I'll say is I think that next week's game at home against USC, especially the way that USC struggled against Arizona State, um, you know, I – think that game gets really interesting because um Colorado like like what Deion <laughs> Sanders hear me out hear me out in the press conference he was saying he has work cut out for him like he said he he took accountability said that was a good old-fashioned you know butt whooping to quote his what quote his words you know they got they got washed you know they got they got pushed over and shoved and you know Oregon was the better team but going into the next game he's got his work cut out for him if they're able to make those adjustments I just think that game could be interesting that's all I'm gonna say about it. But we'll talk about it more on prize picks. But that's all I'll say. Um, and then the next, the uh, another good Pac-12 game that we picked on prize picks last week was uh, Utah and UCLA. Not a lot of scoring this game. Actually, a lot of defense. Um, you know, Utah got the scoring started in the first quarter with that pick six. Uh, their defensive line pick six. I think it was about a ten pick six. But you know, Utah really, they they've got to score a lot, a lot of points. They got to score a lot more points than fourteen because, especially in a good Pac-12. Division with teams like Oregon and USC getting a lot of points uh, in their games. You uh, can't just score 14 if you're ranked uh, number 11 in the country. But actually, well, the new yeah, rank. Yeah, I mean, if they what they still don't have Cam Rising back though. We also forget that. I yeah. Mean, once Cam Rising gets back, I feel like they're gonna be they're gonna be just fine. Yeah, it might take. Who's Utah play next? Or at Oregon State? Yeah. And Friday night a, game too. That's gonna be a pretty good one. But. Yeah. Um, and then. You know, another SEC matchup that was really good was uh, LSU at home against Arkansas. Arkansas held their own against LSU. I was actually surprised in yeah. Death Valley that the, it was a three-point game to 
uh, as the final, 34 to 31. Arkansas almost won this game, but you know LSU um, pulled out at the end. And who does LSU plays Ole Miss next week? Um, yeah. So coming, so coming out of this weekend, just real quick, who are, is y'all's uh, SEC West favorite to win the West? Because I know we had a lot of SEC West games, including Ole Miss Alabama, which I'm sure you're going to get to. Who do y'all have as y'all's favorite right now? Because mine is Bama. I'm going to go with LSU. I think Bama. It was just a. Uh, I think Bama Ole Miss is a little bit overrated, honestly. Um, even though I picked them on prize picks last week, I just thought Alabama wasn't that good. But um, I think Ole Miss is a little overrated, and I think LSU will honestly – LSU's got Ole Miss and then Auburn. I think LSU will blow out Ole Miss in Ole Miss, and then I think they'll blow out Auburn at home um, in Death Valley. Well, I mean, they, they go to Alabama, though. Also. I still think I still think LSU will be able to, uh, to handle Brian Denny Stadium and – you know, play a game like uh, Alabama and Texas played, it will be like a 10-point loss for Alabama at home. And then LSU and – either LSU and Georgia or LSU and – I I don't even know. No, it's Georgia. Don't – don't – don't – don't. I don't know about y'all, but I – They actually play a decent team this week. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Yeah. I mean, They're the biggest question mark right now in the SEC to me. Is that at Kentucky or is that in the Swamp? It's Honestly, at Kentucky. SEC West – uh, this isn't like a hot take or anything. I'm gonna have to go Texas A&M. Oh wow! Ooh, yeah, no, that's that's right. actually not a bad. Take. Hey, they have Alabama at home. They go yeah. to Tennessee, which will be a hard game, but you know Tennessee, they're not good. They usually are. And then at Ole Miss, those are their only three hard games. So do they got LSU at home? They don't play LSU this year. Oh no, they play Wait, at actually? LSU at the end of the season. Yeah, it's not okay. that's a rivalry. They can't. That- they- I'll play that. How, how bad is because I saw we were watching the game. Connor Wegman got hurt. How bad is he? But I mean, hey, that that Max Johnson kid, he came in, he was dealing. I'm not gonna lie, he was he was he was throwing the rock really good. So I think uh, I wonder I wonder how how badly hurt Connor Wegman is. Honestly, if I was Jimbo, if I was Jimbo, I would not start Wegman the rest of the season. I would start Johnson. Says on ESPN that he's fine. So actually, mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. Reese, I would agree with you, but Connor Wegman, you have to remember, Connor Wegman going into this game led the country in QBR. So yeah, but if you look at it though, you realize when Wegman was in the game, Auburn was able to stop him. But when Johnson came in the game, Auburn wasn't able to stop him. So obviously, um, if you have a guy like Max Johnson playing against teams like Alabama and stuff, you you'll be able to beat teams like that if he's starting. And I don't think if Wegman's starting, we saw it against Miami. Wegman didn't play too good, and. We saw it in the, in the first half against Auburn before he got injured. He didn't look too good. Auburn could have won that game if Wegman stayed in the whole game. Who do they play next week? They play yeah, at, at home against Arkansas. So, oh no, wait, I mean, no, honestly, that, no, is that in Arlington? That might be in Arlington because that's the. Uh, that's, oh yeah, it's the weird. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It is in AT and T. Oh yeah, it's in AT and T. Yeah. Honestly, that game, I would try out the Johnson kid just to see how good he is. I mean, and honestly, then, in Dallas, it's going to be a home game for Texas A&M. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Plus anyway, what else we got, Reese? Um, Well, we already talked about Alabama and Ole Miss, basically. The- yeah, I mean, hey, Alabama, I told you, Saban would get it done. I mean, that's yeah. what me and Taylor said, Saban would get it and done. And then that Pac-12, the other Pac-12 game I was really interested in was Oregon State and Washington State, and it did not disappoint at all. Oregon State almost made, almost made a comeback in the fourth quarter, scoring 21 points in that fourth quarter. But then Washington State had a game winner to seal it in 
Pullman, and I mean, that didn't really do a lot to the rankings because Oregon State is still ranked. Yeah, yeah. State is still ranked. So. Here's what I'll say. Uh, you know, I wasn't surprised by anything in this game. I thought it would be a really close one, and I thought Washington State would win. And I also thought Cam Ward would play really good, which he did. Twenty-eight yeah. for thirty-four. 404 yards with four touchdowns. And I also thought DJ DJU would play really bad. 17 for 34, 198 yards, touchdown and an interception. So, hey, no. DJU, he played really he 198 yards is not that bad actually. Um it's 17 for 34 Reese. Yeah, well, terrible. Yeah, 17 for 34. Now he did have 61 rush yards and a touchdown, but he you he's think- still not there. He's still not he's not that guy. If you say. Max He's not that guy. He's not that guy for Oregon State. You got to move on. Yeah. Um, hey, but his brother for Oregon was locking it down. I know. Yes, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. And then, you know, Oklahoma and Cincinnati, we uh, earlier uh, when we were watching the Auburn game um, on Saturday, we were kind of looking at that game too as a maybe a sneaky game. Cincinnati looked pretty – they look okay on, on defense holding a – Oklahoma team that does score a lot of points to uh, yeah, should 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 Texas just go ahead like are they just like the patented should they just go ahead and be the big 12 champ at this point no they look so much better than every Oklahoma other Oklahoma definitely hey the Red River showdown will be a dog fight yeah when, yes. when it comes up next week <laughs> that should be college or two weeks from now yeah that should be college game day oh it will be it will be yeah it's always college game day I mean, I think the only three teams that have even a chance are Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah, Kansas, and Kansas is going to get blown out next week against Texas, but we'll I don't, talk about that more later. I don't know. I, I really don't know because Kansas, we'll see in prize picks. We'll see in prize picks. Yeah, well, well no, we saw it. We saw it last year with Kansas. Remember, they beat Texas early in the year. Yeah, well, Texas was not good last year. We'll also remember that. So, okay, man. You know. Okay. They weren't. They we'll weren't good. What do you want me to say? Oh, Texas was great. You know, they were 6-6. Six and six. Hey, Kansas is great. a football school. Okay. Okay, bud. Okay. Yeah. Anything, anything else? All right. Keep going on your weekend rundown. College, yes. What happened in the NFL? Uh, college, we're wrapping college up, and we're going to NFL. Um, uh, You know, there's like sometimes you just don't even want to play football. And, you know, the Broncos just don't want to play football. Yeah. It's not looking good if you're a Denver fan. My, Denver fan, my actually, um, my, it's funny. My manager at work is a Denver fan, and he was just depressed. If you're so. a Denver fan, there's a lot of flights leaving Denver. If you want to get on one and uh, you know go to a different <laughs> NFL team, there you go. Um, but you know, yeah, seventy to twenty is not uh, can't happen. No, it's not good. It's not good. If you had anybody uh, on your fantasy team from the Miami Dolphins, you definitely got like a uh, hundred points combined. For like hey, a- I went I went against a guy that has uh that has two attack of Iloa and I'm winning so you know yeah not expected to I had Tyree Hill he did pretty good yeah it's uh it's not looking good for the Broncos uh if you look uh if you saw on Twitter uh you definitely saw that the Broncos um Broncos players and coach were very um very mad at the loss I mean obviously yeah and then um you know the Packers uh. Packers beat the Saints like me and Max were talking before the before this uh, show. Um, yeah. The Saints and, and the whole NFC South today just didn't didn't get the job done uh, except the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers played tonight, um, primetime ESPN Monday Night Football against the Eagles, which um, I don't know if Baker Mayfield will work his magic or not. But um, yeah, the uh, Packers made a. 
they were down 17 to zero and they made a they, comeback and scored 18 in the fourth quarter. So um, this is how this is how flabbergasted I was about this matchup. I wasn't able to watch it because it was blacked out of my area. Yeah. But the Saints were up 17 to zero in the f- start of the fourth quarter. Yeah. The start of the fourth quarter with the ball. Yeah, so, I know the score and I was like, "Oh yeah, the Saints are about to go 3-0." Yeah, and then the pa- and then I just looked down on my phone and oh wait, the Packers are up 18-17 and we miss a field goal. Like we had a chance and it wasn't even a long, super long one. It was 48 yards. It's decently long, but we met, we just we just we just missed it. I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't know what happened to our defense in the fourth quarter, but it is was offense did absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr had a hundred and three passing yards. Derek Carr he got hurt. I heard. Yeah, Carr might possibly be out for five to six weeks with the shoulder. Wait, you got? See, here's the thing. I wasn't. I was all over the place today. So excuse me, listeners, if I sound a little bit ignorant today on the podcast. I wasn't able to follow stuff as well. But okay, so Derek Carr did get injured, and Jameis Winston came in. Okay, so that's what happened. Jameis came in. That's yeah, understandable. But I heard a lot of people saying possibly Derek Carr will be out for a few weeks. I don't know. And especially with the injury to Jamal Williams, the running back uh, hamstring injury, he's out for four weeks. But good news for Saints fans, Alvin Kamara will be coming back this week after his uh, three-game suspension. So that's that helps a little bit with the run game for New Orleans, especially. Also, our, our schedule is really easy, so yeah. I'm, not, I'm not entirely worried. Y'all got the books. Uh, next week, so at home, at home, at yeah. home. But after that, look who we got. After that, we got at New England could be a good game. But then we got at Houston Texans. Poverty. And I then we got. At they beat the Jaguars today. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. The Texans actually like might be decent. Like they they could be decent. Yeah, we'll see. We'll just see how it shakes out. Anything else, Reese? Um. Yeah. Uh. What's going on with the Jets? Like, you know, I mean, they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Still though, like. Zach Wilson, everybody's hyping him up, and then see what happens. Bro, they literally started fighting on the sideline. Yeah, they were fighting. Uh, what what's his name? Michael Carter was fighting with the running backs coach for the Jets, and also Sauce Gardner was fighting with uh, one of the DBs for uh, the Jets as well. Can't have that. Um, uh, yeah, team, especially uh, if you're if you're trying to make the playoffs, which the Jets, they're not. I don't think hey, after after A Rod got hurt, I mean it's it was basically over. We all predicted it. So. Yeah, and then you know Buffalo today, Buffalo that week one loss on Monday Night Football was just a fluke, and they proved it today. Their defense picks up four ints against um, Sam Howell. Sam Howell, in my opinion, is actually a decent quarterback, but you know four interceptions. This is a learning. This is a learning experience for him. He's gonna have to learn not to uh, throw that many interceptions, and you're you're gonna get blown out like this if you if you throw uh, turn the ball over that much, especially thirty seven to three. Not the ideal performance from the Commanders. Um, I actually expected this game to be very low scoring, um, and I actually expected the Commanders to maybe win or even play close with the Bills, but you know, just didn't happen. Commanders next week, I think they play the Eagles, right? Yeah, that's a loss. So. Buddy, but Dolph- Dolphins at Bills next week is going to be like that's going to be one of the best games we see all year. I yeah. think. And then um, this game actually surprised me. The Colts are two and one. Yeah, the Colts are two and one now because Matt Gay is him. Matt Gay kicked four fifty-yard field goals and made. I think he made NFL history by kicking those field goals. Actually, I think yeah. the first NFL kicker to yeah, he's the first NFL kicker to make four. 
50 yard or 50 plus 50 yard plus field goals in um in a game. Yeah, it's funny because he broke Justin Tucker's uh, record. It was the opposing kickers. So. Yeah, you know Justin Tucker missed a sixty-one yarder to uh, get the Ravens the win. Yeah, he, so. that, that was actually crazy. And then this is my last NFL game. Um, you know Travis Kelsey had yeah. had someone cheering for him in the crowd. Taylor uh, Swift, T Swift, yeah, Taylor Swift. I'm gonna uh, break up with him and make a whole album. <laughs> he sucks at football. Yeah. What? He used to be on my fantasy team. I'm kidding. No, that's that's her album. That's that's what her album's gonna be. Oh, okay. Okay, now um, now let's talk some women's basketball, like some WNBA. Yeah, let's go. I've been we waiting. Don't talk about that on uh, this podcast, but you know, let's let's try something new. Yeah. Um, we talk about every sport here. Yeah. Hey, hottest take is absolutely. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. The a- right. the Aces have won um seven, seven. Uh, was it yes. ten- seven seven straight games? Yeah, seven straight today against Dallas. Yeah, I mean and they're usually the number one seed. Yeah. Yes. Oh, 100%. yeah. They them and the Liberty had the two best records um in in the WNBA. The Liberty lost today though. Yes, they did. The Aces had a record of thirty-four and six throughout the season, and the uh, Liberty had a thirty-two and eight record. So, uh, those are both both of those teams were really good this year. Um, and you know, if uh, if the Aces keep it up, which I I think they will, if the Aces keep it up, they'll um, they will be WNBA champion. From Oregon, uh, Sabrina. Sabrina Ion- Ion- yeah. Yeah, she's on the Liberty, so she's I think she's carrying them right now. Well, right now I just found out it's it's the semifinals right now actually and yeah. it's a best of 5 series. So, like first team to win 3 uh wins the series. It's the semifinals and so they won game 1 and I expect they're going to win, you know, game 2 and game 3 cuz it's just it's, how dominant they are. On the Suns. Oh, uh, the, the Sun. Donna uh, Bonner. Oh, from Auburn. Yes, from Auburn. Mm. Shout out Auburn. Yes, she went to Auburn In University. Her third- Shout out. There you go. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think it's a. Is it a Jaya Wilson or is it? It's a- Asia Asia Wilson. A- I remember watching her actually at Mississippi State when they played uh South Carolina. Asia Wilson today dropped thirty four and then got eight rebounds and four blocks. If she keeps that up with the Aces, uh, I say I say the Aces probably win the WNBA championship. Yeah, they're Easy. definitely the favorite right now, I would say. Hey, I no, I can't wait to see well, yeah. I can't wait to see um the Asia Aces Wilson's and, from uh Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said Mississippi State. six four power forward. You said Mississippi State, Max? No, they played Mississippi State in a championship game. I remember watching a while back. So uh, Think well, about um, women's basketball, like I just want to highlight LSU. I feel like LSU this year. Mark for Iowa, like that final, crazy. Like I, I remember watching. No, it I, and I remember it like breaking records for women's basketball. Yeah, yeah, no. So like, I yeah, know women's see- basketball like isn't the most popular sport ever, but I mean, I feel like it's growing gradually. No, yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. I mean, what's going to get your sport to grow other than like these superstar players that are like just you know they're going to carry in viewers. For example, Caitlin Clark. I remember looking up Caitlin Clark highlights after hearing about her. 
you know, and hearing about her basically being like the female Steph Curry. That's what the person yeah. called And her. Angel uh, Reese for, for and then also, now at LSU is – I mean, she's insane. She, she's probably exactly. going to go next also, year. Also, Wilson, Wilson from um, – from the Aces, she got uh, another defensive player of the year, which is her that's back to back for her this yeah. year. But you know, that's all I have for Weekend Rundown. So, um, Taylor. all right, uh, Taylor, I think it's time to, to call a huddle, you know. Yeah, yeah you know, ready. blow the whistle, ref, blow the whistle, ref. Huddle up because it's time for Taylor's team huddle. All right, so. Week one for my team. I, we haven't done team huddle in a few episodes, which I'm I'm actually really excited for this one. But yeah, yeah week one I did Colorado, TCU of course in that twenty one yep. under uh, underdog, you know. And then I picked the Jets, and I guess that worked for week one, but in the long run, <laughs> it did not work at all. That was nope. probably one of my lesser packages that I did. But. I'm going to talk about some MLB. Like Max said in the intro, the MLB race right mm. now is insane. And I want to specifically highlight the Seattle Mariners, who I actually talked about. Ooh. We had a demo episode, and I talked about the Mariners, um, mm-hmm. like with the Rangers the and everything being the trash can. Mm-hmm. If none of the fans listening to this are super big MLB fans, time to tune into the MLB. I mean, you know, you got the postseason coming up and everything. And the wild card race for the AL and NL is. Super, and one of those teams barely out of a spot right now is the Mariners. At, yeah, listening to this, this week, they could easily like be in a wild card spot, but they just got swept by the Rangers in a crucial series, and they're only three games back from clinching the series, like their division, and mm-hmm. a half game behind in the wild card to the Astros. So I, yeah. I feel like it's. Because, I mean, you if you're the Mariners, you want to make the playoffs. Yeah. And I'm talking about Julio Rodriguez, who leads the AL with 179 hits. Luis Castillo, who's a deadly pitcher. Uh, he was actually AL Cy Young, like, favorite throughout the season. But it's, it's going to be Garrett Cole. 14 wins, a 3.06 ERA, and 207 strikeouts. And then Teoscar Hernandez has 26 home runs. 92 RBIs, and an average of 2.264. I mean, I could talk about this Mariners team all day, but it isn't the deepest team. But if they can go on a run like we see most MLB teams do at this point in the year, they could easily not just make the playoffs, but they could make a run in the very tough AO this year. And most importantly, they have a three-game Astros coming up, who they're a zero and a half, or they're a half game behind the wildcard race. The Rangers, where they just got swept. So, I mean, yeah, it's definitely time to huddle up for these boys. It's time to go on a run and make the playoffs for the second year in a row after that 21-year hiatus in Seattle for the Mariners. Yeah. What do you all think about the MLB race? I mean, MLB this year, it feels like almost any team could win the World Series. I mean, you oh, got, the fa- sure. you got, of course, the favorites with the Braves and the Orioles being the one seeds. But, I mean, you got the Rays, the Rangers, the Dodgers, the Twins. The Marlins, the Phillies, like you got all these teams that are just deep and have leaders everywhere. And it just shows with the divisional races right now. Like every single division is close. I think there's only two that have actually been clinched. I think that's the first that have actually like clinched their division so far. But what do y'all think about the Mariners and this MLB? 
Well, I like I like that you brought up the Mariners. Like this is the because this is the perfect time to huddle up because you look at their schedule could not be you know like better for them in terms of like you know yeah they their road the to the playoffs literally like they have all control over it. Yes, they they, they, they don't they have to wait for other teams to lose and win. It's their destiny right now. Yeah, and I mean, and they're both uh, home series as well. You know, at home against the. Astros and at home against the Rangers and I could easily see them winning both of those series but I could also easily see them losing both of those series or splitting them so it's just really a really close MLB race I'm excited I mean honestly I think the Astros and the Rangers are a better overall team than the Mariners have that edge right now being behind in the wild card race like in those series yeah but in general, I mean, I've already admitted it on this uh, on this show that I don't feel follow MLB as much as I as much as I should or as much as I used to. But no, I mean this this MLB race is really really close. Any team can win it, and I'm I'm interested I'm interested to see who does. What do you think, Reese? Uh, I think uh, I think the Mariners um, are. You know, we saw it last year. They uh, upset the Blue Jays in the. Uh, a wild card round, and then they almost they played good against the Astros a few games. And I think with these two series coming up, and uh, they're both division rate or they're like both divisional series. I think the Mariners at home. I literally, I, I'm a Braves fan, but literally, I love the Mariners stadium. Like their their fans are so amazing. Like their fans will definitely show out these next uh, or this next week. Um, or Honestly, two- I wish these games. I know that some of them will be on the weekend, but I wish all of them were on the weekend because, like, they play the Astros tomorrow, and you can get a ticket for eight dollars because it's on a Monday. Yeah. Well, I still think I still think tomorrow a lot of fans will show up to the uh, to the game because you know the Mariners. All the Mariners have to do is just win. Uh, they got to. Well, I know the Astros just got swept by the Royals, which is not good. If the Astros lose and get swept by the Mariners, the Mariners will take. Uh, second place, and then if the Rangers keep losing, the Mariners will take first place and win the division, which would be, uh, I think, second year in a row that they won the division. Yeah. No, no, actually, Astros won the division last year, my bad. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I'm very excited. All right, so, I mean, the huddle's over. Mariners, go get it. Julio Rodriguez, I love you. You're amazing. Uh, What we got next, Max? Who is this week's MMVP? Well, now I like that you focused on the team there. You know, Taylor really brought the team together, really got them hyped up for this upcoming slate that's huge for the Seattle Mariners. But I don't want to focus on a player now. You know, in a in a team, in a good team, you also need to have a good player on that team. And for the Dolphins, their QB right now, Tua Tagovailoa, and I don't want to just focus on him because, like, last week we saw I focused on DeAndre Swift because the underdog, you know, he's kind of a comeback story. But, you know, Tua Tagovailoa is even bigger of a comeback story. And I'll tell you why. So, Tua Tagovailoa last week, last season, we remember he went down with a scary concussion where he basically looked like he was throwing up gang signs <laughs> on the field against the Bengals. And a lot of people thought that, you know, he probably wouldn't play football again, or at least he shouldn't. Because yeah. you will remember the week before that, he also suffered a mild concussion against the Bills. And people were, like, questioning, oh, you know, why did he why did they let him play on such short notice? And do we need to rethink the concussion protocol? Which I am glad they did. Now if you have a concussion after a game, you have to like pass a bunch of tests before you can play the next week. 
and I like that it's much more thorough. But like I said, people and especially analysts, I remember after that game against the Bengals, uh, seeing a lot of analysts being like, Tua needs to retire, you know, just for his own personal safety. And honestly, I kind of agreed with him because it was a scary injury and it wasn't far apart. I remember in separation with that DeMar Hamlin injury. So I was like, you know, we need to get some stuff fixed in the NFL because these injuries are just coming at us left and right. But this year, he couldn't have had, at least to start off the year, he had he couldn't have had a better start to the season. And this weekend was a perfect perfect example of that as he played basically a near-perfect game. And I'll just break down the stats for you real quick. He was 23 of 26. That's 88.5% completion percentage with 309 passing yards and four passing touchdowns. And that was through like three and a half quarters or two and a half quarters, excuse me, because they brought in Mike White because they beat the Broncos. They beat the brakes off the Denver Broncos 70 to 20 at home, which is uh, three less points than the record for all-time points scored in a game. But it's also the most points scored in a game since 1966. Um, that is insane. And on the season, Tua also has a completion percentage of 71.3%, 1,024 passing yards, eight passing touchdowns, only two interceptions. And he also has a QBR quarterback rating of 81.5, which is currently stands at second in the league when we're recording this podcast. Hey, Comeback player of the year, it could go to a lot of players. You know, right now, it could go to DeMar Hamlin just for stepping on the field after that scary injury. It could go to DeAndre Swift with the breakout season he's having so far. We'll see how he does against the Buccaneers tomorrow night. Uh, Well, it's tonight whenever y'all listen to this podcast. But I think right now, as it stands, for all the players that were like questionable this year, were they going to be really good? Were they going to, you know, fall back and like maybe possibly retire? uh, Tua Tagovailoa has performed the best. And I look forward to see what he does in the future on the Dolphins. What yeah, do you I mean, I've always liked Tua. Uh, I, I don't like Bama, but I've always liked Tua because he had that scary injury in college as well. He, I mean, he can't catch a break with injuries. But, I mean, if you look at his weapons around him, yeah, he deserve, He needs to be good. I mean, he has Tyreek Hill, Jalen, uh, Braxton Berrios, I'm pretty sure, is on the Dolphins now. Um, he's got, and who's his, who's his tight end? Um, I'm blanking. Uh, I'm forgetting about who it is, but, but I mean, he's got Raheem Mostert coming out of the backfield. I mean, we saw a chain today. I mean, uh, it's absolutely insane. And his O-line is really good, but I like Tua, but I just think with his to be good, like he needs to perform like that. But I love Tua, man. Like you, you got to cheer for him after that injury last year. Yeah, you know, um, speaking of concussions, I know like I know last year when he went down with the concussion, I I know like in this off season he said he said that after this year I might retire. And I mean, I, after this uh, this year's start, I really don't think he should retire. I think he should keep uh, keep playing football. I think last year was just a just a scare, but I think he uh, this year he's showing that he's able to get back out there. And like Max said, I think he might be able to win Comeback Player of the Year and honestly, um, maybe a chance at MVP if uh, he plays good enough. I like that you brought that point up about MVP, Reese, because um, if this not only if he keeps playing like this, but the Dolphins keep playing like this, I mean, you could look at MVP Award, Comeback Player of the Year Award, and I mean, just to bring it up because we're on the, you know, on this topic of the Dolphins right now, 
this Dolphins team looks like a team that could go all the way, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, the way they've just been playing on both sides of the ball, the defense wasn't even terrible today. They only allowed 20 points, you know, especially with backups in towards the end of the game. That's great. And so, I don't know. What do you all think about this Dolphins team as well as, you know, to his performance? I think that hey, – Before think we get into that, I'll say who's not going to win MVP is Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a fair point. Yeah, I, I think the Dolphins. Uh, I think the Dolphins. Honestly, their schedule. Their schedule's tough. I know because they're one of the best teams in the in the league uh, right now. But yeah. I do think if you're able to beat some of these tough teams that you have, like uh, for example, next week they got Buffalo, and then also I think the uh, the week after that I think they have. Uh, let's see who they have here. Uh, so yeah, no, they got they got Buffalo, and then they got New York, and then they got Carolina. So New York and Carolina are two, I would say. And at yeah. Philly, yeah, Kansas City and, and Dallas. I mean, you also you also got New England too, which New England's not a sleeper as well. And then the Raiders might not. The Raiders are okay, but they're not good. Yeah, all I'm gonna say is, I mean, this season, you know, so far they haven't played any like you know great teams. You know, you can say at the Chargers. I mean that you know Chargers are a pretty good team as well as at the Patriots, but they're gonna face a real tough test that they haven't faced to even close uh, so far this year at Buffalo. And that game will really tell us a lot about this very talented Dolphins team. Yeah. Um, but that's all I have for MMVP. Now, Reese, I think, you know, we've stayed a little bit on the topic of, you know, football teams, you know, players. Where are you going to drive us to next with this next segment? I'm going to drive us, I'm gonna drive us uh, to the rundown of uh, this upcoming week, guys, you know. What's that? This is the road ahead. We got. Yep, let's get into Reese's road ahead, baby. Reese's yeah, we road got. Ahead. Got a great road ahead. Um, we got a great slate also in college football and other sports this this weekend and this week. It's it's gonna be amazing. You know, we're gonna get us. We're gonna get started with Thursday night football. Um, great game next week. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a great game. Next week, uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, Lions at Packers. This should be a great divisional game. I always love to see the NFC North teams face off, mm-hmm. especially in prime time. You know, Jordan Love's going to play good. I'm expecting Aaron Jones and Christian Watson to be back for the Packers next week. Or for yeah, uh, for for all y'all just fantasy people out y'all out there, real quick. I mean, Jordan Love might need to be a pickup, if especially if he's in free agency, like in our league. Just yeah. saying, he's put up 20 plus every week, so. And then I know Jared Golf. Jared Golf, I think, uh, in the Lions game will definitely, definitely throw, uh, throw a lot of touchdowns. He's been impressive too. He's been impressive too. Yeah, Jared Golf's been really good. And then also uh, a sleeper in that game could be Jameer Gibbs. There's a possibility mm. Jameer Gibbs could get a pretty big game going in uh, in Lambeau Field on Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to uh, I'm gonna go back to college. I'm gonna go back to college for next week because. Um, I'm liking some of the games that I'm seeing on the college slate next week. And, you know, some of these, I know we're probably going to pick some of these in prize picks, but I just want to talk about them, like, uh, really quick. Just, like, not not a rundown of them, but, you know, just a quick yeah, yeah. game. You know, Utah is going to be playing at uh, Oregon State on Friday night, which huge game. Taylor, Taylor said this week, I think it was Saturday, he told me, uh, or he told us, why was the Oregon State and Utah game on Friday? Like, that doesn't really make any sense. 
I really think that game should be like a 6.30 Fox game on Saturday. Yeah. But, you know, the Pac-12 just decides when their when their games are going to be scheduled. I guess they thought Oregon State wasn't going to be that good this year. But Yeah, I mean, I feel like that game is definitely one of those games, especially having it on Friday as well. That could be like a sleeper upset because that would be an upset if Oregon State beat them. Yeah. Uh, We'll just we'll just see what happens with that, but we'll talk more about that in prize picks. I really I really think the Notre Dame and Duke game will be good too. I, I honestly think, in my opinion, I think Duke will win that game. I do think. Um, I'm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I agree or disagree, but I would say that's not a bad take. I'm a Duke and Auburn fan, mainly a Duke fan in basketball, but I like Duke in football as well. But you know, um, Duke. I, I do think their defense is really good. And I think Notre Dame last week, or yeah, last week showed us. Wait, that. y'all know game Notre Dame yeah, versus Duke. Yeah, for yeah. the first time ever in Dur- in Durham, Durham, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So. That's two Notre Dame Dame games in a row. I know. Well, here's the thing. Here's the funny thing I heard about it is they announced it before that last Ohio State drive because Ohio State scored on the last play of the game, and they thought Notre Dame was going to win. And that's why they went ahead and grabbed the game to, you know, be on college game day. And then Notre Dame lost, and they were like, oh. I mean, well, I honestly don't know what other game it would be, though. Yeah, but you couldn't put Georgia and Auburn because Auburn was pathetic last week, so. Yeah, I would. the only other one I would recommend is just Kansas-Texas just because both teams are undefeated and it's Big 12, you know. Yeah. But, uh, no, speaking of Georgia and Auburn, that game might uh, – some people think it's going to be close. I necessarily don't think it's – who thinks it's going to be close? There's some people, some Auburn fans. Hey, think Georgia's quarterback. Is- no, that I, is true. I don't think that, Carson Beck point. is. I don't think Carson Beck. And good. we're the we're the first decent team that Georgia's going to play, and it's in Jordan Hare Stadium. Yeah, that game was sold out before the season even started. So yeah. to be fair, I mean, it could be close. You know, I'll go back on my word. It could be close, but we'll just see. We'll just you know see. what game? You know what game really in- intrigues me is the Kentucky and Florida game. Mm-hmm. Kentucky. We were talking about that before the podcast. Yeah, Kentucky is at home, and Florida, honestly, in my opinion, is overrated because they played an overrated Tennessee team. And yeah, you I, see Kentucky's favored right now. Yes, I think Kentucky will win that game by like a touchdown or something. And I say Kentucky, hey, save it, save it for prize picks. But yes, let's yeah. go. Um, Kansas and Texas honestly interest me too. I know y'all are saying that Texas will blow them out. I think it'll be I think it will be close for a little bit. I think Kansas will give them a fight for a little bit. I don't really know if it will stay like that the whole game, but I think it will be a fight. Um, all, I'll say, all I'll say is Kansas really, really surprised me this weekend yeah. against BYU because I, I thought BYU was honestly going to blow them out, but you know, no, Kansas, they proved me wrong. Kansas has UCF after this too, and I think that game will be good as well. It's at Kansas. Yeah. It's at camp, so we'll see. And then LSU plays at Ole Miss. That that game will be very close. Another, yeah, I'll watch that. I don't know why it's 5 p.m. prime time, or that's not even prime time. 5 p.m. Uh, for ESPN. Ole Miss always schedules their game, their games at weird times. I don't know what it is, but yeah, uh, that's about it for college. Um, NFL next week, though. We already did the Thursday night football game, but NFL next week, uh, I think they got a few interesting games. For sure, for sure. The London. All right, is that it? Is that is that it for Road Ahead, Reese? Are we at our destination? Not yet. We got we got a few more games. Got I got my, you. Got you. Got, got you. Got two more games. Got two more games. I bet. What are they? What are they? Uh, the first game. I know the Jaguars lost today to the tech, or they lost yesterday to the Texans. Um, but you know, 
I still think it will be a good game in uh, in London. I think. Toy Story uh, Fun Day football. Who's excited? Nobody's watching. <laughs> Have y'all seen that? The, the the they're doing it on Disney Plus live yeah. live stream. Nobody with, like they're edited as like Toy Story bobbleheads. Yeah, so. nobody's gonna watch that, Max. Yeah, I hey, it's interesting. It's an interesting concept, but we'll see. No, the last game. I have for Roadhead is the Dolphins and Bills. We've talked about this like forty five thousand times, but yeah, I mean it's a huge game. It deserves to be. Yeah, I think I think that'd be a good game, um, especially the Bills coming off that big win and the Dolphins coming off the uh, big biggest win in NFL history. But yeah. that's it for uh, my Roadhead and uh, Max or Taylor is next. Yeah, well, we made it to our destination, and it's. It's kind of kind of boiling here, you know. I yeah. I feel like I need to take some, you know, something to cool me down. Maybe a ice cold drink or something. The temperature is rising. That can only mean one thing. It's time for Taylor's hottest take. Let's go. I love this segment. I actually love this segment. Yes. All right. You know, boys. I'm gonna touch a realm that we've never done on this podcast before. Okay. Let's hear. College MLB Max brought up boxing. You know, we had WNBA. I'm sure mm-hmm. when the NBA starts up, we'll talk about it a little bit. But you know, today I, w- I watched something with my girlfriend's brother and it got my mind racing on what I could do for my segment. I know that I personally have grown a fan to loving this sport over the recent years, and this might be the biggest mistake or L take of all time. I have no idea. But I'm talking about my very, very early Champions League prediction in the realm mm. of soccer. Yeah. So I, I my like favorite team, Tottenham Hotspur, unfortunately didn't qualify for the Champions League group stage. Favorite player, Harry Kane, is no longer with us. But, you know, human son. So, you know, maybe we'll make the Champions League next time. But my hot take. Is that FC Barcelona Champions League? What? All the way in June first of twenty twenty four. That's okay. wild. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yeah. I yep. I've been playing a lot of FIFA, and you know Barcelona is my main team, and of course I I knew this team when I was a kid because of the the trio Messi, Neymar, Luis Suarez. You know that's how everyone knew him. Yeah. Some deep dives into this team and following international soccer because let's be frank, the MLS sucks in America. Like it's awful. It's not even You're close not to the Premier League, La Liga, and Bundesliga. But right. let me tell you why I'm picking Barca. So okay. first of all, they have the fifth best odds right now under Man City, Real, Arsenal. I'm pretty sure that re- uh, what are the other teams? I'm, I, I can't uh, think there. right now. Here, I'll, I'll, pull it, I'll pull it up. But I know they're under Man City, Real Madrid, uh, Arsenal, of course. Maybe yeah. one of the Milan. Yeah, I think it's Inter, Inter Milan is in it. So yeah, yeah. All right, but but <laughs> this team and this roster is absolutely stacked, and they're winning La Liga right now. Of course, the season is is young, but you know they're yes. winning right now over Real, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Excuse my American accent when I say these names. Like, if, <laughs> or, but I'm excited right to now. hear this. But, I'm excited to hear this. All right, we got the star keeper, Terstagen, who has kind of struggled so far with six goals allowed and 15 saves in regular season play. But he steps up in big situations. You no, know, we got the young stars, Cancelo and Pe, 
or Pedri, mm-hmm. sorry. And of course, the Polish Lewandowski. I mean, Lewandowski yeah, so he's good. really. We see him every good. year in the World Cup, just carry Poland to around. Like eliminated, but we got Rafinha, Felix, Kunde, who can all lead this team. <laughs> I could go on and on with the different young stars for this team, but I want to highlight the Spanish star and my personal favorite soccer player right now, Pedri. He's only a 20-year-old soccer superstar midfielder, and he's a weapon both on the offensive and defensive. I mean, we see it with his assist numbers. We see it with his defense that he plays. He locks up, and he already has awards galore, and he's only 20 years old, and he's been on the team for two years. He got signed at 18 to play his first. I think I've heard about this kid, actually. He's the future of the team. He wears number eight. I actually just ordered a jersey of him. but Oh, wow. All right, I think this is a hot take. I mean, people I mean, in Barcelona might be cringing right now because it's not might not be the other ones, but they gotta they gotta prove people. Yeah. This league is super far away. You know, we got the stages set. Barcelona, their state, their group is awful. I mean, they're easily gonna win their group. But hey, we gotta come back to this segment in June, and we'll see who's still talking. It'll be me because I'm always right. But <laughs> okay, the temperature is hot. Barcelona, Pedri. Rafinha, Lewandowski, Terstagen. I mean, this team is insane. What are y'all's takes if y'all are a soccer? So for me, right now, I'm just looking at the table right now for it, for Champions League. And, I mean, I can't right now, since it's super early, I can't go against Mbappe. Mbappe or Mbappe? Bro, of course uh, you're going to go for (laughs) Mbappe. The only player you know and. That is not the only player I know. I know Romelu Lukaku for uh for Inter. They changed the name actually, International and Lopato. Milan. So, um, but you also got Arsenal, which I I like to watch Premier League sometimes, not all the time. But whenever I do, I do root for Arsenal. Um, you know, I love uh what's his name? Uh, Saka. Saka. Uh, Saka's really good. Um, you know, got some great players over there. Martin o- Odegaard is really good. And Kedia also really, really good. But, um, no, I wouldn't say this is a super hot take because Barcelona, like you said, they're very skilled. Lewandowski, like you said, everybody's heard of them. But then you also got Man City. And Man City's also, like, you know, they're usually also really good. Um, it would have been a cold take if I picked Man City. Yes, exactly. So, We'll just see. Like you said, it's I'm very trying to remember who who was over Barcelona. Um, and the odds. Uh, hold up, let me look real quick. Um, it was Man City, Bayern Munich. That's the team that I forgot because they just yeah, signed Harry Kane on transfer. Bayern Munich yeah. is really dangerous. Real, Arsenal, and then Barcelona's fifth. PSG best odds, which I'm kind That's of surprised. I mean, because Messi they and Neymar have... both left, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, because if they had Messi and Neymar. But Marquinhos, they got um, Donnarumma. They have a, re- I think re- Paris, PSG could also make a run. Man United, yeah. Inter, Napoli. I also, they're they're actually tied for seventh best odds. I could easily see them doing it. Yeah. There's a team Real called Madrid, Young yeah. Boys in the Champions League. I have no idea who that is. Um, <laughs> young Boys. NBA Young Boys team. <laughs> they right, they're in the wanna, Switzerland league. I want to get to possibly one of the the most entertaining things we'll listen to, or probably just one of the most you know brain dead things. Uh, Reese, I want you to give your deep dive into why this is a 
good a W or an L take. In I don't really like watch soccer, so like yeah, that's I thought that was coming. So. Yeah, I, I don't really watch soccer, so that's the thing. Like, who um, would you pick? Who who you think's gonna win and why? Come uh, on, you gotta have a team, bro. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really watch soccer. Bro, watch this <laughs> man take Juventus. <laughs> what about PSV Eindhoven? Uh, or or Galata 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 Saray. So, no, nah, hey. it is it is it is. I'm glad so you're bringing how the Champions League sports. works is that you have Bundesliga, which is Germany, mm-hmm. and you yeah, got I, La Liga, which is Spain, and you, Greece, and then you got the Premier League, which is England. <laughs> Four teams from those leagues go, and then the top two. From the Switzerland, the Italian, and the French league go, which the Italian is always AC and Inter Milan. I mean, there, it's there, it's never. Yeah, any it's, never it's never. You might easy. see Olympic Day Mars getting every now and then, but you see the Milan teams, and then you see like um, there's one Saudi Arabian team, which is not Ronaldo's team. I think there's one Netherlands team every now and then. I don't think Ajax is in it though. I'm pretty sure Ajax didn't make. No, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, well, I mean, all I'm gonna say is Barcelona, June first, twenty twenty four, and to this episode, it'll be on the. Yeah. We'll, we'll, all right. Yeah, we'll 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 see y'all then, June first, uh, twenty twenty four. Um, hopefully, the podcast will be about soccer. What? I still won't know anything about soccer. Yeah, yeah. You. Hey, you, I mean, I like right about that. Because we did WNBA and soccer. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's why. That's why, this, that's why the the people listen to this podcast is the people's podcast because we go over all the sports that the people like. But now let's get into the prize picks. Not sponsored by the app Prize Picks. It's time for Max's Prize Picks. Hey. Also, if you have any or things you want us to talk, about, we're always happy for. Critiques, suggestions, anything like that. If you want to just, I'm gl- I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking to Dillard, who's our sponsor, uh, CTSO for this podcast, and he was talking about we're working on getting a email for y'all to send us in, and we'll shout we'll shout y'all out and everything. Uh, but y'all sending in like questions, recommendations for sports to talk about. Me, y'all could send us a little a little something something if y'all want to. Yes, we're we're, hey. we're working on that. We should send me a Pedri shirt. Send me a Pedri jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yes we are working on that hopefully we'll have that by next uh next week's episode but yeah get excited for that and now get excited for prize picks and i am super excited for this week um i am going to, to be oh uh, what was that reese i said got to love this segment okay <laughs> yes hey reese with the sophomore banter uh now we're gonna do prize picks <laughs> And I'm going to announce the standings right now, and I'm not going to lie. It's not looking great. Uh, Taylor is currently up. He had a 7-3 and three record for this Let's weekend. Let's go! Um, and he's now 28-12. and 12. And um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Taylor's first by a lot. Next in second place is me. Now, but Reese had a better record than me. I went 5-5 five and five this weekend. 6-4. Um, but I am 24-16 and 16 overall. And Reese is twenty one and nineteen. So <laughs> twenty one and nineteen, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> Reese is kind of making his way back in it, but Taylor is running away with it. And uh, yeah, put y'all's predictions. You know, whatever. I don't have anything to say on. about it. 
<laughs> but yeah, so uh, we're we're gonna see who wins this week, and I'm gonna start Me. off. We're gonna we're gonna remain in the football realm, guys. Don't don't get your panties in a wad. Don't get yeah. worried. We're remaining in the football realm, but I'm gonna start with a high school football matchup, and this is because we're not gonna be able to cover this on countdown because it's a Thursday night matchup. Really? And it is it is a huge one. It's Thompson, who's currently number three in the state of Alabama, number one in seven A. And they're going away against Clay Chalkville, 6A powerhouse, huge team, bunch of five stars. Everybody's talking about this team right now. They're 10th ranked in the state of Alabama, and they're second in uh, in 6A behind Sarah Lynn, who's number one in the entire state of Alabama right now. Um, Clay Chalkville is 5-0. and Thompson's 4-0 coming to this matchup. And interesting thing is, Clay Chalkville is currently favored right now. They're favored by uh, two going into this game so this is going to be a huge matchup to watch uh i love it when they cross you know divisions just to see what will happen and so who do y'all got between these two powerhouses the thompson warriors and clay chalkville well i'm gonna get my prediction first actually i just i thought this was a <laughs> countdown for a second because i'm because i was focused on high school sports sorry 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 my prediction for this game is i think what is even that clay chalkville is favored and even though they got so many you know five-star powerhouses. I do think after this weekend's performance blowout over Chelsea, I think that Thompson is a really good team and should be first in the entire state of Alabama. Trent Seaborn, Trent Seaborn, as far as uh, 10th grade quarterbacks go, or actually ninth grade, excuse me, he's in ninth grade. As far as ninth grade quarterbacks go, he's him. Like, he's probably the best in the country by a long shot, you know, for among ninth grade quarterbacks. And among all quarterbacks in the state of Alabama, so I got Seaborn on the road at Clay Chalkville. I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched a lot from them. I just know a couple of their players are just really good. They got some studs. And so I'm going to go Warriors. Give me them. I think this is going to be a shootout. Uh, I'm going to go with the Warriors 38-35 to 35 on the road over Clay Chalkville. Game-winning field goal. And, yeah, a big high school finish for Thompson. Unlike Max, who's delusional, I think – this is going to be a high school blowout, not a high school shootout. Okay. It's going to be – it's going to be uh, – Thompson's going to win like 54 to like 21. Clay Chalkville's really good. I said 54-21. I gave him three touchdowns there. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to clean the graphic here. I'm going to go Clay Chalkville. Wow. The oh, wow. They have a five-star – Excuse my pronunciation if I get this wrong. Jalen Embaque. He's a five-star. Oh, that's, the, that's the recruit I was talking about. He's a five-star. He's the four ranking in Alabama, number two athlete, and number 20 in the entire country. Yeah. And he's actually moved to quarter <laughs> for Clay Chalkville after I think their starting quarterback got hurt. Yeah. He's six foot, 170 pounds, and he's a Beaster quarterback. He's left-handed. I mean, he's the number three player in the country. So give him the ball and let's play is what Coach Drew Gilmore for Clay Chalkville said. I mean, he's got the whole package. I betters here. I mean, looking at Clay Chalkville's recent games, they have not played a very good team yet. They played Pinson Valley, you know, the GOAT Bo Nix's former high school. <laughs> they played Briarwood Christian. City, which are all not very good teams. Exactly. And then, but it is in Thompson. But 
I think Clay Chalkville will get the win. I think they'll get the upset, even though it's not really an upset because they're favored. I think it's an upset because I think Thompson should actually be favored in this game. But give me the Ch- Clay Chalkville Cougars. And, you know, I always say this on Countdown. I say the mascot, go Cougars, next pick. <laughs> yeah, that game should be huge Thursday night. Go hey, I can play. afford a loss. I can afford a loss. I want to yeah. pick against Thompson. I can afford hey. a loss. That's all hey, we'll, we'll see what happens with that game. But now we're going to move to college football. We got another pretty good slate. Not as good as this past weekend's, but still a pretty good slate nonetheless. And I'm going to go for – for our, <laughs> for our, for our foot, for our Have first Max play football. <laughs> Max method highlights. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, our first pick. <laughs> Reese, will you let me? Will you let me choose a game? Will you let me choose a game? Actually, will you let me choose a game. No. Okay. So our first pick is gonna be. Um, hold on, right now I'm gonna let let Reese get his chuckles out. No, I got it. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. So today we are going to start off. We're gonna go to. Dang, it is actually it's a decent slate. I'm trying to pick out. I'm gonna go five. We're gonna go five college games and four NFL games. And I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and start off with Utah at Oregon State. Number ten Utah at number nineteen Oregon State. Uh, the U's coming off a big win at home over the UCLA Bruins, 14-7. to And they're going away against the Oregon State Beavers, uh, who are ranked 19th. But they just lost a heartbreaker to the Washington State Cougars on the road. Um, the current line for this game is 2.5 for the Beavers. The Beavers are actually favored in this game. And the over-under is 45.5. And, and I'm going to go with Utah. I have, I have no news to tell you right now on whether or not Cam Rising is going to be back. I think he should be because he was, you know, he was expected to be back this weekend. Then at the last minute, they said he's not going to be, uh, he wasn't going to be playing. And so I think he's going to be returning this week. But even if he doesn't, this Nate Johnson uh, kid for Utah, for Utah, Nate Johnson, he can ball. He's really good. Um, really like almost like a Lamar Jackson, but less of a throwing aspect and more running. You know, and I know that's hard to say for Lamar because he's one of the best running quarterbacks in the league. But uh, we'll see how this game goes. I think it's going to be very interesting uh, on a Friday night like we talked about earlier. This feels like it should be a Saturday primetime game. But give me the Utes on the road. I don't think it's going to be super high scoring, similar to that Utah-UCLA football game, just because I don't think DJU is going to be able to play in a big game once again. I I have to see it to believe it. And then the Utes also, their offense, I mean, they don't have their starting quarterback. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of not fair. Um, but their defense is great. And so give me the Utes. I'm going to go 21, 21 to 10. Um, Oregon State's not able to score against that really good, really disciplined Kyle Whittingham defense. And give me the Utes 21 to 10. So I'm going with the under, and I'm going with Utah with technically on the betting line, it's an upset. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I think this game's a really good game. Sadly, it's on a Friday night. I don't know why it's on a Friday night. It's at 8 p.m. Friday night. But um, no, Oregon State. I think or I think Oregon State's really good. Uh, DJU though, I don't think gets the job done against a very good Utah uh, defense. And I say Utah wins this game, uh, 14 to three. Oh wow! I'm taking yeah. I'm taking the under. Uh, I say this game's very low scoring. I don't think uh, Oregon State really moves the ball a lot. 
and I think Utah's defense gets them a touchdown. And uh, I don't really, yeah. see, I don't really see hey, a big score. I agree with you because DJU. I mean, I just got to see it first, and I haven't seen it. Yep. All right. Um, I'm gonna be. I I think this will be the Utah defense versus the Oregon State offense. I think this will be an absolute good game. I think the line going towards Oregon State is kind of a joke. Um, DJ Ugalo. D- <laughs> Let's do this. We Ugalo away. I mean, he's decent. Um, crazy. I just don't believe in him. I believe in Nate Johnson. I do think Cam Rising is actually coming back. This was actually his projected comeback was week five. So, if that's the case, then DJ. We Ugalo away. He's going to lose, and Oregon State's going to lose by a lot. So give me the Utah Utes winning this game. I would say 28 to 24. Hey, and DJ be, will retire and not get drafted. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, if we, all agree, we all agreed on that game that Utah's going to win. We'll see if we agree on this next pick. This game, I think, is going to be a great game. We've already talked about it earlier in the show, but I'm talking about number 22 Florida going on the road to Lexington to face an unranked Kentucky team right now. But if they get a win this weekend, they're definitely going to be ranked. Um, so right now the line is actually favoring Kentucky, which I think is a bit of a surprise because Florida, you know, Florida, they beat Tennessee, uh, which they were a team that was ranked at the time. I don't, I don't even think they're ranked anymore. Maybe just a little bit, but no, they're ranked 21 right now. Um, but no, I think this is an interesting matchup. You, uh, Kentucky, the University of Kentucky really hasn't impressed me at all so far, especially their defense. Their defense against Vanderbilt did not look good at all. I mean, they allowed 21, 28 points to a Vanderbilt team that is just completely like they're they're still Vanderbilt. That's all it. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, Vanderbilt, the forever in rebuild mode team. Uh, you know, I think that Vanderbilt is not a great team in Kentucky. Only beat them by 17, which I say only. Hello but, I mean, and welcome to Vanderbilt. Oz Countdown. I am Max Mesman, and I am with my hands. Smash the over. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so Google, thanks Google uh, for that. And, um, so, Devin Leary against Vanderbilt did show uh, that he was really good. You know, he, he looked kind of like he did at NC State. Um, but I'm going to go with Kentucky here, actually. I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust the betters because I, you know, we talk about in some games, you know, the quarterback being the X factor uh, for the team to win the game. But I think well, this I game is not decided anymore. Aggressively oh. smashing the over. Okay. But, uh, no, this game couldn't be any more, like, important in terms of the quarterback position. So, I think Devin Leary is better than Graham Mertz. And so, give me the Kentucky Wildcats. Give me them. Um, I'm going to go – I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game either because both of these offenses are okay. But Kentucky's defense, I think it's just a little bit better than Florida's. So I'm going to go Kentucky 27 27 to 23. Uh, Give me Kentucky. I'm going to hit the over right here. Not smash it, but I'm going to hit it right now. Oh, God. Uh, So 27-23, give me that over, and give me Kentucky beating the spread against the Gators. I don't necessarily like Florida. Well, actually, I don't like Florida at all. But um, I think this will be a good game. Kentucky's 4-0. And, um, you know, it's in Lexington, like you said, Max. And, uh, you know, 
it's a three. Kentucky's a three point favorite, which I'm actually surprised. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that they're a three point favorite. <laughs> Bro, t- Taylor has turned into a to turned into a sound effect button. So, but um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all couldn't tell we were high schoolers before you came out. <laughs> no, uh, you know, I just, uh, So, Reese, who do you have as your pick? Um, Reese. <laughs> just, just talk over at this point. I don't know what we're going to do. So, I think, he's lost uh, control. I think Kentucky, I think Kentucky will uh, will beat Florida. I actually think they'll beat them by uh, 14 points. I think it will be um, 24 to 10. Oh, wow. You don't believe in Florida at all. No. Well, see, the thing is, like like I said earlier, they beat an overrated, or they beat an overrated Tennessee team. So, I really don't see Florida doing that good even – since they beat them, I still see Florida losing about eight games, nine games, or not eight games, nine games. I mean, we'll see. I mean, um, games. Taylor, uh, the meme generator. <laughs> who, who who do you got between Florida and Kentucky? Give me the Florida Gators winning this game easily. Wow, Brand Mertz is way too good. Y'all keep telling me they're gonna keep coming at you. You keep underrating them. They'll keep coming at you and keep winning. <laughs> And win the SEC East over Georgia and Kentucky. Give me the Florida Gators winning this game very easily against the Kentucky Wildcats. Because Kentucky won, and Florida has experience already playing good teams. So give me the Florida Gators winning by seven. (laughs) I do not know what's going on. But I'll agree with you that uh, Trevor Etienne is really good. But Graham Mertz is not him. I'll have to disagree with you there. But we'll just see. We'll see what goes down this Saturday. Uh, next, we got a game that I think could have possibly been game day, and I said it earlier in the show. Uh, number 24, unranked Can- – or number 24, excuse me, undefeated Kansas, uh, 4-0. They go to Texas. They go to Austin, and they're going to – Texas team is number three right now, 4-0, 1-0 in the Big 12. And the current line is Texas by 17, um, and the over-under is 62, uh, which I think is really interesting. I mean, both these offenses are pretty good. Uh, I have to go Texas here. I don't think this is, like, really that big of a question. I just wanted to cover it because this is a big game. I mean, both teams are 4-0. Both teams are ranked. You know, this is a big swing game in the Big 12. You know, if Kansas somehow upsets Texas, Kansas Kansas is the number one in the Big 12, undoubtedly. crazy about what? That'd be crazy if that happened. It would be wild. But um, no, I'm gonna go with Texas winning this game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 42 to 31. I think it's gonna be a really close game. Uh, not a really close game. I think it's gonna be a really high scoring game because Kansas defense isn't great at all, and Texas defense is okay, but they're still not super good. And so I'm gonna go Texas 42 to 31. Give me Texas not covering, but give me the over by a lot. Uh, Texas winning this game. Go Longhorns. <laughs> who, who, who do you got? Who do you got? Oh, Rockjaw Jayhawk. Uh, 
I think Kansas actually uh, might. Oh, have- there's no way. This is why. This is why Reese is losing and almost has a record yeah. under 500. If you, if you wonder why he has a 21 and 19 record, that's that's I'm the kidding. reason. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think okay. Texas will win, but I think it'll be close. I do. But I think I it'll think be high school. Shows with the matchup predictor. I think shows with the tickets. The tickets are cheap as ever. Quinn Ewers is going to demolish Kansas. Resetting this game is going to be 56 to 14. Texas Longhorns. The horns are back. We're back. He already made his pick. He's like drunk or something. Yeah, I know. Taylor, are you are you are you good, brother? Are you good? Yes, bro. Texas is going to win. Okay, well, Reese, who do you think is going to win? I think Texas wins by uh by two touchdowns. I say I say 31 to 17. Good pick. Good pick. All right, next we got Next we got a book. Uh, we next we got a big uh, game in the SEC West, and it's number thirteen LSU going to uh, Oxford, going to Ole Miss. Um, number twenty ranked Rebels three and one after a heartbreaker against Alabama. Not really a heartbreaker; they weren't really in the game uh, after <laughs> halftime. But you know LSU for the first one against Arkansas. You know, some people kind of questioning whether this LSU team is fully legit. Can they, like, continue, uh, you know, playing playing well? And so we'll see. This is going to be a tough road test. But I got LSU on the road. I don't think this Ole Miss team – I think they were way too overhyped going into that Alabama game. And I think that LSU is going to win this game. The line is only LSU by two and a half. I think that is, that, I think that is kind of crazy. If you're more on the betting side of things – I would definitely take this game and take LSU by more than two and a half. I'm actually going to take LSU by 14 in this game. I'm going to go LSU wins this game 35 to 21, all touchdowns, no field goals. And give me Jaden Daniels and the LSU Tigers uh, with a 56-point spread. I'm going to go with the under, and I'm going to go LSU covering by a lot. Go Tigers. Um. I think, I think, I think Ole Miss will win. Reese, you gonna you gonna be able to? Uh, you know. Yeah, Ole Miss, Ole Miss uh, will lose. Uh, I think LSU wins. Um, actually, I think this is a high scoring game. Um, I think that. <laughs> Reese is tripping every year, bro. LSU wins thirty one to ten. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. No. All I right. think I think Ole Miss uh, does the same thing they did last week, and just uh, I think Jackson Dart's a little overrated, honestly. Yeah. All right. Taylor, who Jalen got? Daniels is gonna ball out in this. Jaden Daniels is gonna ball out in this game. Excuse me. I was still thinking about Kansas because Reese was distracted. Jaden Daniels is gonna go crazy. I mean, he already has twelve touchdowns on the season. Uh, yeah. Give me LSU big. I would say thirty-one to seventeen. I do think this will be high scoring. So yeah, give me. And also, Max, I want to tell you something. Tremarcus Webb actually posted us on his Instagram as his last slide. Hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. Go, so. go Cheetah. Um, you know, he's a great player. And, yeah. <laughs> but next, next, I, I like that uh, LSU. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see if he see, keeps posting us after you know all these all these memes. But um, next we got number eleven Notre Dame at number seventeen Duke. College game day is going to Durham for the first time in history, and it couldn't be a bigger matchup for the Blue Devils. Uh, Notre Dame coming off 
that true heartbreaker uh-huh. on the final second of the game well, against well, Ohio State. Four and one are the Irish coming into this game. And Duke is four and zero coming into this game, undefeated, looking to go five and zero for the first time in a while. Um, and the line is favoring Notre Dame, even after their loss. It's favoring Notre Dame f- minus five and a half, and the over under is fifty one and a half. Give me, but I'm going to go with Duke. I'm going to go with Duke on this one. I think they upset the Irish at home. I think they're actually legit. I think they're one of the best teams, especially in the ACC. And give me the Blue Devils. I'm going to go. 27 to 24. I think this game's going to be really close. I think Sam Hartman is legit. I think that his uh, the rest of his offense just couldn't help him. Um, so I think that Duke wins this one 27-24. Give me uh, right underneath the spread, but give me Duke upsetting the Irish at home. Watch out for the Blue Devils because they could possibly win the win the ACC. Yeah, no, I think I think Duke's a sneaky ACC championship team. Uh, I honestly think Duke uh, Duke's defense shows out in this game. I say Duke actually wins this game, uh, twenty four to uh, twenty four to fourteen. <clears throat> so I say I say Duke uh, Duke wins at home, and they're storming the field again. They're they're going one hundred percent, one hundred percent. They're storming the field again. But uh, anyway, back to the ads. I'm gonna have to. Do- I think Duke is a little overrated. I mean, they did beat that ranked Clemson team, who Clemson is now unranked. Because Clemson, I mean, they played performing to their standards. All I'm saying is Duke has played UConn, Northwestern, copyrighted by the way, and Lafayette. So I got Notre Dame. I just think they're the better team. They were so close to being Ohio State. They just lost at the last second. Win this game big. I got them thirty-one to fourteen easily. Yeah. I think that game might be one of – it might be a really good – it's going to be a really good game. I like the pick by College Game Day. But now let's move into the NFL, and we got a four-game slate that we're going to pick. Uh, these are all going to be big games. I think this slate is 100, 100% times uh, better than this week's slate that we have right now as oh, we're yeah, doing this podcast. Um, and we're going to start off with the – Ravens going to the Browns. Now this is an interesting game. Uh, it's a it's a divisional game, so it's a big it's a big one for both of these teams. The Ravens are two and one, and the Browns are two and one as well. Uh, the Browns didn't look great against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but uh, you know we'll see how they bounce back against the Ravens. Deshaun Watson he looked all right. He didn't look great, but he looked all right. And then we'll see how the Ravens uh, bounce back after. Well, they won't be bouncing back, but they are. Uh, two and one. Actually, they lost today. Yeah, they lost to the Colts. Um, so we'll see how they bounce back as well. Um, I'm gonna go. It's Browns by two is the line, and then the over under is 42 right now. I'm gonna go. I don't know. This is a toss up. I'm gonna flip a coin, and I'm gonna go with the Browns here at home. Give me the home field advantage. I know that their um, you know, their logo looks like an L, but. You know, I'm going to go with the Browns winning this game very close. I don't think it's going to be necessarily high scoring. Give me the Browns 21, 21 to 20, actually. 21 to 20 over the Ravens. Um, I'm gonna, So that's going to be right underneath the under. And then I'm going to go with the Browns not beating the spread, but winning the game, beating the Ravens at home. Give me the Browns. Huge win for Cleveland. I, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Max. Uh, okay. I don't think uh, I don't think that the uh, I, well honestly I think the Ravens this week was just a fluke honestly I think the uh, 
the Colts are a decent team. Uh, but I see the, the Ravens going into Cleveland and, um, like, uh, showing up the Cleveland home crowd. And uh, I see Lamar Jackson maybe rushing for about 130 yards. And uh, I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say the Ravens win this game. Um, 21 to 17. Okay. Okay. All right. Give me the Browns winning this game. I don't believe in the Ravens. You know, both these teams kind of have a mutual respect for each other. Both of their backs got injured for the season, J.K. Dobbins and Nick Chubb. So, I mean, you know, they might have a little handshake here and there. They might kind of feel bad for each other, but nah. Browns fans always show out. Um, yeah, I got Cleveland winning this game. I think Deshaun Watson will play better. The Browns looked good today. I will say that. The Browns looked very good today against the Titans. Um, I think it was kind of a like after that tough loss that they had week two against the Steelers. So, what? Ravens, 24-17. <laughs> yeah, six years ago. Yeah, I think, I think that's a good pick. I agree with you, Taylor. I disagree with the Ravens once again. And now I'm going to go to the Buccaneers at the Saints. Now, I know the Buccaneers, when we're recording this, we record on Sunday, so we don't know if the Buccaneers beat the Eagles or not by the time that this comes out. But I, I expect that the Buccaneers won't beat the Eagles. But as it stands when we're recording this, they are 2-0, and and the Saints are 2-1 and after a tough loss against the Packers, a game that I thought we would definitely win, especially when it got to the fourth quarter and we were up 17-0. Apparently I was wrong. Uh, the Saints lost. They blew it in Lambeau Field. And this game is going to be – they're going to be returning back to Mercedes-Benz uh, – or, excuse me, Caesar Superdome. And I think that this is going to be a bounce-back game for the Saints. I don't I, – I, obviously, we're going we're gonna to see how they do against a really good Eagles team tomorrow night. But so far, as it stands right now, I don't believe in the Buccaneers team that much. And this isn't j- me just being a Saints fan. I just think that Caesar Superdome is one of the better home field advantages in the country. Uh, and the line right now is New Orleans minus three, and the over-under is 40-and-a-half. I'm going to go with the Saints winning this one. Give me them. I don't think either of these offenses are great. So I'm going to go Saints 17-14 to 14 over the Buccaneers, right exactly on the smack dab on the line. And then the over-under, I'm going to go way under on this one. Give me the Saints 17-14. Who that win the Saints? Uh. Yeah, no, I think this is a good NFC South matchup. It'll probably be – well, I don't really know. Wait, so the standings for the NFC South is the – are the Saints first? <clears throat> no, Buccaneers technically because they're 2-0, so. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, no, um, I do think the Saints stadium is actually a hard place to play, and I think the Saints will win this game pretty big. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield's the most overrated quarterback in the National Football League. Um. And uh, I, I see – well, I don't – Jameis Winston probably would play very good for the Saints. Um, <clears throat> and the Saints defense will show out. I'm going to say Saints win this one 31-7. to seven. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm say definitely going to have to agree with, disagree with you all on this one. Okay. Um, it's not from personal bias. I just think the Buccaneers are a better team than the Saints. I mean, especially with Derek Carr coming out. And you saw when Jameis Winston came in, y'all did absolutely nothing. Thing, and that's what led to Green Bay coming back. So the Buccaneers' defense is insane. I think both I, both these great defenses, and I I don't yeah. think Baker Mayfield is the answer long run. But I think he can lead them for, to a decent season and maybe a playoff spot. 
Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, the receiving core will go crazy against the Saints' weaker secondary. So give me the buck. I say by a field goal. I think the only touchdowns scored are Rashad White, two touchdowns. And then, you know, maybe a Taysom Hill, an Alvin Kamara coming back touchdown. But give me the Buccaneers by a game-winning Yeah, I, I like that you mentioned Alvin Kamara co- coming back. I meant to mention that when I was picking them. But, yeah, we lose Derek Carr. But I don't think that Jameis Winston was the problem. I looked at his stats for that game. He was like 16 for 18 with 101. So, it was really – we just had no run game. And, I mean, it's understandable because our top two running backs are out. But next week we got uh, Kamara coming back. And then Jameis Winston, yes, I don't expect him to have a great game. But as long as he, you know, keeps away from the picks, no more than one, I'm hoping, I'm praying that he doesn't become the Buccaneers' uh, 30-30, you know, Jameis Winston. And I hope he just keeps it steady and uh, beats the Buccaneers. But now we move into a big game, Thursday night, uh, prime time, NFC North, the Detroit Lions going to the Green Bay Packers, Lambeau Field. The Lions coming off a big win. Both these teams actually coming off a big win today. Uh, the Lions beating the Falcons at home. And they're and they're going to the Packers, who, like I just said, came back against the Saints. Jordan Love showed a lot of poise, a lot of heart. Uh, and I'm going to actually – I'm going to go with the Packers winning this one. Jordan Love, I said last week, and I said the week before when we picked him, I said I still don't believe in Jordan Love. You know, he has he just doesn't have the experience, blah, 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 blah. But now he has looked great, and he hasn't thrown any interceptions. There's not a lot of QBs right now that can say that. Right now he also has six touchdowns. That's two touchdowns a game uh, so far this season. Like I said, you should pick him up in fantasy if you haven't already. I'm going to try and see if I can pick him up, but we'll see how that goes in waiver wire. But Detroit is currently up – or Detroit is favored minus one and a half, and over-under is 44.5. And I'm going to go with the Packers upsetting technically because of the betting line at home on Thursday night football. Jordan Love gets it done again. And the Packers win this game. Give me them. I actually think this will be a little bit of a high scoring game. Give me them 27-24 over the Lions. Um, So that's going to beat the over. And give me the Packers beating the Lions in Lambeau. Cheeseheads, go Cheeseheads, go Packers. Hey, earlier when we were. Earlier when we were doing this, uh, I think the game line was two for Detroit. So uh, yeah, so it just changed. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a close one. I think the Lions actually come into Lambeau and win. Uh, oh wow! Golf gets it done. Um, and I I see the Lions winning. Um, oof, I see the Lions winning. Uh, I'm going to say seventeen to ten in Lambeau. Mm. A lot of defense on Thursday yeah. night. Taylor? Oh, sorry, my thing lagged out a little bit. I got to agree with Reese here. I mean, the Lions beat the Chiefs in primetime in Arrowhead. And Lambeau is, I would say, a little bit easier than Arrowhead. I mean, Arrowhead Stadium is the hardest place yeah, to play. Yeah, it's the loudest stadium. It's one of the loudest. But, yeah, George, like you said, but Jared Goff has also looked good. Andy with 576 yards, four touchdowns, and only one pick. And I just believe in the game more. Uh, I think Dacre, Dacre Montgomery is, David Montgomery is still out. For yeah. The but Jameer Gibbs gets his rookie season off. Start. Giving by 14 in Lambeau. Oh, wow. That's a that's not bad. In Lambeau? In Lambeau? Yes. The Lions are right. a good team. The Lions are good. 
Hey, the line. The that heartbreaker good. against the Seahawks last week. They only lost by six. Yeah, in the in the long run, I feel like uh, towards the end of the season, it's really it's really a toss up right now in the NFC North between the Lions or Packers. And this game will obviously tell a lot because you know the winner is obviously the better team. That's the way it works. And so I think you know, like you said, the Lions winning. I got the Packers winning. Uh, but we'll see how that game goes on Thursday night football in prime time. And now for our last week of the day, and like Reese said earlier, we talked about this game forty five thousand times. Make it. 45,001 now that I'm mentioning it. Uh, the Dolphins going to the Bills. 3-0 Dolphins versus the 2-1 Bills after the Bills lost to the Jets. And the currently uh, currently the line stands at uh, the Bills minus 2.5 is the line right now. Not a, not a, not a surprise because it's in Buffalo. It is a tough place to play, and it's probably going to get really, really chilly down there. And the over-under is 53.5 right now. I think... I don't know. This one is also a big toss-up because you got both of these teams blew out uh, other teams. Now, the Dolphins played what's going to end up being like one of the worst teams by the end of the season. They're already one of the worst teams against the Broncos. And then the Bills, they actually played a game that we had on our picks last week, and a lot of us thought was going to be at least within 14 or 17 points. They beat them 37-3 to at Washington. So, I don't know. I honestly don't know for this pick. But right now, I can't go against the Dolphins after getting almost an NFL record against the Broncos with 70 points. Like, you you put up that number, like, that's college football going against the cupcake numbers. Like, we don't see that often, if at all. And so I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I'm going to go with my MMVP, Tua Tagovailoa. I can't say his full name. or I might get canceled. Um, So I'm going to go with Tua and the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, that whole, that whole team. Jalen Waddle, he might still be out, actually. Yeah, Jalen Waddle's probably still going to be out. But Raheem Mostert, you know, possibly Devon A-Chain if he gets some touches. Putting up 50 this weekend was actually crazy in fantasy. And so give me the Dolphins right now. I think this is going to be a super high-scoring game. Give me the Dolphins 41-38 to over the Bills um, in in Orchard Park in Highmark Stadium. Uh, 41-38. to So I am smashing that over and i'm gonna go with the dolphins go dolphins go Tua tackle by lua i think uh i think a very high scoring game uh actually max you picked one point under what i was gonna pick i'm gonna go dolphins winning 42 to 38 mm. i'm gonna say very high hey, we're on the same page we're on the same page Tua plays uh Tua will play a very good game and uh, Tyreek Hill will uh, probably catch about two touchdown passes, and Mo- Moster will uh, will probably get a lot of rushing yards like he did this week or last week. And um, yeah, it's gonna be a good game. John Allen should play good, and uh, so should Stephon Diggs. And both defenses, they won't need him. All right, I'm gonna have to disagree with both of y'all again on this pick. Of course, I believe in what I the Bills are doing. I think the Bills are a better team than the Dolphins overall. I mean. The Dolphins have not played the best teams yet. I feel like the Bills have played better teams, you know, Las Vegas Raiders, Commanders, and they whooped the Commanders. The I Raiders mean. are terrible, but go ahead. Whoa! Okay, don't ruin my pick. The Bills are going to win this game because of one person, and that one person is Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is going to have a field day against this Miami secondary. Honestly, Russell Wilson didn't play awful against the Dolphins secondary. They gave up a 
to players like Jerry, Judy, and Courtland Sutton. It just didn't go the Broncos' way today. I think the Dolphins' defense is not as good as the Bills' defense as well. So I'm going to have to go to the Bills. I think Josh Allen has a big game. I think he gets three touchdowns, probably zero picks. You know, probably 200 to 300 yards. I got to go to the Bills here. Um, Bills Mafia, stand up. You are going to win by – give me the Bills by 10. Ooh. I got the Bills winning 56 to 46. 56 to 46. That's my final score. Dang. Wow. I 56 points is – is crazy, but you know it's also crazy. The Dolphins winning by you know putting up seventy, so we'll have to agree to disagree. But you know what's also crazy is that that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Tigers Den, episode five. I we hope y'all enjoyed. This was a really fun episode to record. Every episode that we record is very fun to film. Uh, please rate us five stars on Spotify or Apple or wherever y'all listen to podcasts. Please also go listen to Play Callers as well. We had a great talk this weekend with. Um, with Coach Graham Ferguson that will be releasing tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. And also, just, you know, keep enjoying the show. We enjoy film, we enjoy recording it, and we hope you all enjoy listening to it. And we hope to see you all next week when we cover a big weekend of football, big week of baseball, and all things sports. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 That was funny. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Tiger Stand Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also be sure to check out our other podcast, Play Callers, where we interview a coach from Auburn High School football. Be sure to check out those episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central on all platforms.